Tell me, do we have time for another number? Oh, I think so, Jimmy. What tune do you have in mind? Listeners to another episode of Drinking Matters. My name is Brian, and with me, Izzy. Welcome back to the podcast, my good sir. Hello. It hey. is hello. hello, everyone. A pleasure to have you back, sir. Thank you very much for coming on this episode. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me again, and I'm really excited. When you told me, "Hey, uh, are you down to do this episode again?" Um, bring me up. I was like, "Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it." Yeah, why not, man? You came on the first episode, and I've been doing this for about almost two months at this point. I, ah. I'm personally happy because I usually like start a project and then just kind of like let it fade out. But this is like the <laughs> one thing where I'm like, nah, man, this is this is not gonna die. This is not gonna die at start. This is gonna keep going on and on and on. So no, I'm glad. I wanted to have you yeah, back for this yeah, episode. Yeah, do it. Yeah. So cheers. Oh, before we cheers, actually, I keep forgetting to do this, and I I shouldn't. And I'm going to try my hardest not to make this awkward from here on out. Like, this is the episode where I'm going to have everything structured correctly. What are we drinking today? Um, We're drinking or what makes us happy? <laughs> what are you drinking is what I meant to ask. Oh, sorry. It's because I, <laughs> like I heard you and then I just said, I, all I heard was, what are we drinking? I was what are we like, drinking? Oh, what, okay. what are we drinking? What are we, what yeah. are you drinking today? Uh, I'm currently drinking a Jewish wine that's called um, Manschwitz. Manschwitz. Yeah. Red, white, sparkling. Oh, oh red, of course. Red, yeah. always red. They're really good. Yeah. Always red. Is it calm? Is it soothing? Because it is, it is really, a chill it's, it's like a downer. And then let's just say if you drink like two glasses of it, you're going to just knock out. <laughs> <laughs> I've, oh no! For your first, for the first episode I recorded, I remember that I pulled out the Booker's whiskey, because that was uh, oh. that was my special one. But for today, because it is going to be a chiller episode, I do. It's not going to be so you know structured and you know put together. We're just going to have a normal conversation. For this episode, I took out uh, the Canadian whiskey that I I think I had it in like the second or third episode. Uh, but I have finally have the bottle in front of me, so I can actually give the name uh, Pedalton Blended Canadian Whiskey. Uh, it was right. gifted to me last year for my birthday by my good friend Sarah. I like I told, I think I said it in that last episode. Really, really good whiskey, but it's like super soft. That I kind of like. At least for me, it makes me a little bit angry because I wanted to hit me hard, but it doesn't. But it's like relaxing enough, so it's gonna put me in a good mood for this episode. Right. Good, good, good. All right, my friend. Cheers before we start the conversation. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. There we go. All right. So, <sighs> ah, the, 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 yep. <laughs> all right. So, I wanted to have you on this episode uh, because I want to say it was about a week ago that I was watching a show on Netflix that just came out uh, called The Midnight Gospel. And I've been on that, uh, on its release date for, like, I think a month before it was actually released, when it was actually being advertised on Netflix, because it was a show that was, uh, I think, directed by the original creator of Adventure Time. Um, But I don't know if you know the history of the guy, but basically he said that he doesn't really see animation as like adult entertainment, he kind of was aiming towards it all being kid friendly, which is why he made Adventure Time. And when the show ended, he said, "You know what? I'm done. 
I'm not going to go ahead and do any more, you know, animation stuff. This is my last piece. Um, but then he started to listen to this podcast produced by a comedian by the name, uh, by the name of uh, Duncan Trussell, which then inspired him to create the show, The Midnight Gospel. Um, it came out on April 20th, and it is a show that is podcast-esque because it isn't necessarily a podcast, but it pulls excerpts from the Duncan Trussell Family Hour podcast. And it's okay. about a dude. Short little summary for the listeners and for you. I don't think you've seen it yet. You told me you haven't seen it yet. Uh, short little synopsis. It's about a weird pinkish dude that goes by the name of Clancy who is trying to create his own podcast called The Midnight Gospel. And he goes into different worlds that are experiencing their own apocalypses and interviewing certain people in those earths and kind of just talking about random stuff. The first episode is the one that I always uh, you know, recommend just because it's an interesting one. It's by uh, the guest is a well-known person, Dr. Drew Pinsky. Uh, I think yeah. you've heard of him, right? Love uh... You've heard of Loveline? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. You've never heard of Loveline? Maybe I have, but I'm terrible with names. Okay, so it's this radio show that I think it stopped going on air a couple years back. Um, But he was the host for years and years and years. And um, the show was just centered around trying to help people with, like, different issues. Um, It could be mental. It could be health. It could be relationships, stuff like that. It was on K-Rock. Um, but that was the first guest on there and they talk about drug usage. Is it good? Is it bad? Can it be labeled as good or bad? Really great episode. And then from there on out, the show kind of diverts into this idea of like people's personal philosophies, the concepts of death, Uh how to be comfortable, so on and so forth. And it got me thinking, I'm like, you know, this is a really fantastic topic that not a lot of people feel comfortable talking about or don't even have the space to talk about it you think about you know yeah you know what i mean it's like you think about the conversations that you have with people you and i have had conversations like this uh back when we used to work together we would have you know late night drives or late night hangouts parking lots yeah exactly and we just talked about random things what makes us happy um the ideas of happiness uh how our lives have been how different things affects us you know um, the struggles, the stresses, the sadnesses, like all these different things. We, we talk about it, but there's never like, it's never publicly available for other people to hear. And personally, I feel like when you open up and make it available for others to hear, you make it more relatable to someone that might not have that ability to talk to someone. And yeah. You know, sometimes you need that. Sometimes there are people out there that are so enclosed and so shut out from everyone because they might not be close with people. They might be antisocial. They might not want to talk. They might be so enclosed in their minds that they're not willing to share their own personal um, experiences and ideas, and they just need someone to relate to. So I want to make this episode about that. Our personal philosophies and our definitions of happiness and, you know, our struggles and all that other stuff. And I brought you along because you and I have had these conversations, like I said before. And they're really, really great conversations. I, I feel like we get a lot out of it. And we come out, out of those conversations feeling really well and kind of cleaned out, I guess you could say. At least for me on uh, my end. I agree. Yeah. I remember definitely having um, those deep conversations with you uh, a few times when we, yeah, when, correct, when we did work for Disney. And, um. 
I remember just you and I just chilling at the parking lot of the cars, and we would just stay there for an hour or two. I remember a couple times, and then just talk about whatever was in our minds. Do definitely uh, remember those days. <laughs> oh yeah, and that, <laughs> I mean those are years ago. And the funny thing about it is, like, you look back. How long ago was this? Maybe like a good five, six years. Five, uh, yeah, probably five years. Five sure. years ago. So I, I like to think that within then till now, we've had different experiences that shape who we are and have changed our ideas, you know, far from what they sure. were before. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start with this simple question and, you know, take it as you will. But we're going to start with our own definitions of happiness. What exactly does happiness mean to you? Uh, that is a really deep question to that start, is, but <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I've known for me personally, I've known the answer to that for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously for me, and it 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 depends on anyone. Um, but for me, for sure, what happiness is for me and how I define it is, um, knowing your purpose in this life and whatever you need to do to fulfill it. Um, and also helping community, which is like the world, your neighbor, your friend, your family, um, help their purpose in life and making a positive impact uh, in this world. That's okay. my definition of happiness. And it's honestly true. It, you know, I, you can set up an example. Oh, well, you know, my dream car is, is or my, my dream car is to build this and that, you know. Well, part of that can be can be your de like your your um like your destiny of life, and and it truly does make someone happy, you know. Oh, another is oh, I need to find my soulmate. Well, if that's what your your destiny you know is about too, then that's gonna make you happiness too. Like it, it's whatever that that you feel that you need to fulfill in this life is what I believe is is truly happiness. Um, and that honestly, it depends on 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 anyone, on you know the seven billion people that are here on this earth. It's a real, it's a realization that um, that I believe that we were put on this earth for a bigger purpose. And exactly. and once you find that out, it's probably like the like the best thing anyone could probably have um, for, as a gift. It's kind of funny how you mentioned you know different definitions or different objectives that most people put out there to define their own sense of happiness because i feel like most people especially nowadays you know with I, I we talked about this on the first episode how the internet makes everything more accessible and we're able to communicate with a lot more people out there um that ability i feel kind of outreaches to a point that it allows people that want a definite answer to look for a definite answer especially yeah. when it comes to the sense of happiness you know, you have a lot of individuals that are so stuck on the fact that it's, you know, happiness needs a definite definition. Like what will make the whole, like a group of people happy? When in reality, you said it right now, there are different things that make you happy, different goals There's, and different yeah, objectives. Infinite. Exactly. There are infinite possibilities, um, at least for me on my end. And it's something that I was thinking about watching the show. You know, because I, I could relate to a lot of the different topics that they were talking about. My own definitions of happiness have evolved every single year. And I feel like they've become much yeah. more solid now than they were 10, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago. When I was a teenager, I know that my happiness was materialistic. Then oh, that's a really good thing. 
thing yeah, yeah. Uh, that you're talking about right now yeah and then going into college it was money so it was still materialistic but there was a now a face to that material it was money money was going to make me happy and yeah. because of that focus i lost track of you know some family i've lost track of uh communication i lost track of you know studies and goals and aspirations then growing out of college and transitioning into the real world um happiness was relaxation it was materialistic with relaxation then losing my dad um five years or five years ago woke some stuff up and the realization of that not everything needs to be materialistic started to kind of creep itself into my life and now i could definitely 100 percent say and hopefully it grows even further into that as we you know as i progress further down right now i can definitely say that happiness for me is seeing those around me be happy i for yeah you mentioned this i for the last year don't haven't necessarily focused so much on myself and how i can you know excuse me reap the benefits of my own work i work for others a lot at the expense of my own you know happiness or at the expense of my own time i would say not my my own happiness but i work at the expense of my own time i look at the my conditions right now currently i'm living with my girlfriend in a small apartment but it doesn't matter the size or what i have in front of me as long as she's happy and we get to work towards something that's my happiness and anyone that i meet friends or family or anything like that if i feel like i can do something more to help them out that makes me happy so that is my definition and then you explained yours and yours is completely different good but completely different it's and 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 i and i it's funny how you bring that up because it's so interesting how it's it's honestly you can tell like what level each individual is based on what you've asked like what is your definition of happiness and it's true obviously if you if you ask like you know one to six you know uh your different uh, you know the ages we see the kids are gonna say, "Oh, I want like a lot of candy. I want like, you know, end of supplies of toys." You know, and then once they get older, it's like, "Oh, what's gonna make me happy is is, is having like a girlfriend." You know, uh-huh. it's funny how you mentioned that as you got older and, and and you've done like your personal growth. It's very true that happiness, definition of happiness, does change, and and I think that's what's like the most beautiful thing about it is that, um, I feel like. All of us, we ultimately want to like evolve, um, in like in our own like personal growth, and and it is true. Once you start, you know, growing, you start learning, you start realizing that that we were put on this earth to like help as many people as we can. Um, your definition of of happiness um, is is dr- like drastically going to change, and and that I do agree hundred percent because it's happened to me. And just say this five years ago, I thought my happiness was like. Oh, working at Disney, uh, you know, making friends, blah blah blah. Then now, five years later, I realize that no, that was just like a little, you know, it was like a little boost. But uh, um, for sure, the definition of happiness has changed, and it's it's no longer um, like you said, it's no longer materialistic things, um, but more of like, what can I do to help someone else? And that and that's how you know that people have actually grown. Um, what sets you apart from those that are still seeking materialistic things like oh i want this car I want this i want this girlfriend i want this house 
Um, they're they're trying to fill that gap, but in reality, it's only temporarily happiness, which is really which is really unfortunate. But I don't really blame them because they still haven't yet, you know, evolved or not even evolved. They just haven't gone to that experience where they're where, where it's really gonna like hit them and be like, you know what? It's not materialistic things that we should focus more as like, what can I do about other people? That is is what makes me happy when you said that. I'm like, wow, it's like it's truly it's true that I I'm happy to say that my friend Brian you have achieved some, some form of like enlightenment where you realize that that is ultimately the goal. And that's, that's really awesome. Baby. But we're only 15 minutes into the podcast, man. Don't make me cry, man. Don't make <laughs> me cry. <laughs> no, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's funny how you mention material as some people's, you know, outlet or definition yeah, of goal. happiness. Yeah. I, and I, I'm not going to say that 100% I've cleared myself from that because the reality yeah, is like, you know. You're lying to yourself if you're like, oh, no, I, I still don't want a house. No, everyone <laughs> desires things. It's home, part of who we are. Yeah. I, I mean, someone, it's, it, like there are people out there who's like, oh, materialism? Pff, no. I, I, I stray from oh, that. Yeah, no, 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 no. If, if, true, if you were to truly get yourself out, and this is all philosophy that, you know, none of us have any experience or knowledge 100% in. Uh, you know, I can't speak for it 100%, but I can say this, someone that necessarily wants to define themselves as being 100% away from materials and, you know, saying, oh, well, I don't need this and I don't need that. If you truly want to do that, then the true definition of being away from materials is to become a hermit, you know, give everything away yeah. and, you know, live not in the worst conditions possible, but in the most simplest conditions available to you. It's about giving every possession that you have away to every, someone else and being away from that to the point where you can live a life not attached by the physical materials on earth or in this life, but with some other stuff. Or not with some other stuff, but with ideas is what I meant to say. Um, it's great. So I don't that. It's, yeah, like you're right. It's like conscious of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this new thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let it like be my my source of happiness. Uh -huh. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The thing that I wanted to kind of put out there is, you know, like I like I was saying, I, I am not a hundred percent away from this, but a couple of years back, I was stuck with materialistic stuff. I thought that that was my kind of like source to make myself happy. Whereas some people stress eat or they eat to make themselves feel better or drink, yeah. you know, to make themselves feel better, things like that. That gap. Yeah. To fill the gap, to fill that hole, I would buy things. And that was like my kind of like whatever you call that thing to fill in holes in the wall, the goop or whatever. That was like my thing. But it was such a weak idea or such a weak thing to do that it would become a hole again afterwards. And so it's just temporarily happiness. Exactly. So I started to pull away from that. And I started to realize that not everything has to be materialistic to be happy. My dad was always the type of person to teach me the values of hard work. He was the individual in my family that worked two jobs for years. Um, he was one, he was at one job from 7 a.m to six and then at another job from six to 11 and he did that for years up until i was about maybe six or seven years old when we moved out of an apartment and he bought a house down the street 
And that was his goal. That was his thing. My dad was a workaholic. He never really was attached to anything personally out here. And a lot of his time and money was spent helping his own family, not just necessarily me or my mom or my brother and my sister, but his other family, like his brother, his mom, you know, different people close to him and stuff like that. And so I took that from him. And that's the kind of person I want to be. Not 100% completely because, you know, there were flaws there. But that yeah. inspired me to kind of work towards an idea that I want to have down the line, which is commitment to that aspect of being there for individuals as much as possible. Because you might not know what kind of impact you're going to have on people. Oh, what, very true. What kind of like help they might need at a certain point in time. You know, I'm really, I, I try my hardest to read people and make sure that, you know, the things that I give to others isn't just taken into advantage or taken advantage by, but is that it shouldn't like, I feel like it shouldn't matter. I feel like, I feel like if this is what's going to make me happy, then I should strive towards it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I, I've, I feel like I've reached a point where when someone asks, I don't know, question of like a definition of happiness or a definition of life, there really isn't a true definition. Oh, it's very subjective. Like it's 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 a hard thing. It, it has to. Be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's your own personal take on it. And it I is. I feel like there are wrong answers to this sort of stuff. I do feel like you know when in someone if you were to ask a random person they said oh well my happiness is money. Money, 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 money. If that is your personal happiness and it doesn't affect anyone in a negative way, sure, why not? I It doesn't hurt me, it doesn't hurt you, and it doesn't hurt anyone. So if that's the definition of someone's happiness, by all means, go for it. But if it does affect someone else and it does take away from something, that's where I feel like a definition could be wrong. That's where I feel like they would need to revise it, you know? Even more interesting, though, is the fact that um, like I said, happiness is very subjective, and 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 in the in like I said, it depends for everyone. But if you even want to go even more deeper, is is the fact that if that's their current happiness, like you know, who are we to judge, right? Like, oh, your your source of happiness is by doing drugs. Like, oh, shame on you, right? Like, who are we, who are we to judge? Is this, this is like like I said, this is if you want to go even farther, and it's really hard because um obviously like you know it's really hard to think that way. Like, how are we supposed to know that, let's say this person's, you know, he says, he responds, oh, well, my happiness is taking drugs. All right. We see an individual, an individual that, like, like us, you know, we're going to think, oh, well, that might not be the best. But in reality, it, it might be the best for him as of now, because in the future, it's going to change. And had it, had it, had they not, like, done, you know, like those, you know, like his definition of happiness in that current state um had he not done all of that it would not adjust later in life where he truly now changes the definition you're talking that's about what's experiences. so crazy about that you know what is the quote-unquote the definition of happiness is it like at the end of the at the end of the day who are we to judge to like determine oh that's not because because like you know just because it doesn't um level up with my definition of happiness means you're wrong mm -hmm. you know that that is now wrong so this is what's really hard again with like with the definition of what's happiness for you. 
because again, at the end of the day, happiness is 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 different for everyone, and whether or not that's good or bad, you no, know, we you don't know, you won't know. I, so that's I think like the beauty of life uh, <laughs> you just change in the future, and things are always in constant in motion, you know, yeah. and, and and you just change. You mentioned something that like just struck my head. It struck a chord with me right now because it's like it, it, more than ever, more than ever right now. It's been going on. It's the the idea of judgment, like yeah. individuals out there in the world there's judging so much others. Judgment. Yeah, there's a lot of it, a lot of it, and you know, granted, some of it is done. Not, I wouldn't say in good taste, but I feel like some of it is justified. Like, I don't want to get too extreme, but like, I'm trying to think of somebody, like. Someone that stole from an old lady, right? Let's just put that, that simple idea. Right, yeah. Yeah, okay. The, an individual that looks bad. Yeah. Judging an individual that stole an old stole from an old lady? Yeah, that's justified because who the hell would want to – like why the fuck would you do that? Why would you take from someone right. so helpless? No, I feel like that's justified. But more than ever from what I've been seeing at least is the idea of people thinking that it's okay – to go out on the internet and judge every little aspect of everyone. Their and ideas. like you're some angel of a sudden. <laughs> exactly. Like their ideas, their way of living, their their beliefs, all these different things. If it doesn't match what they believe in or what they justify to be true, they it's essentially bad. start to – Yeah. yeah. It's, it's complete judgment right then and there. And honestly – I feel like if you are so hard pressed on judging individuals, it, it's your life duty. Do individuals like that ever really reach a true sense of happiness? Are they themselves ever going to achieve what we define or what we think or what they even think is true happiness? That's on you, Izzy. You want to I think so? I, I think I think as long as. As long as there's there's judgment, as long as there's there's hate towards you know your neighbor, and when I mean my neighbor, like I mean like anyone, right? Uh -huh. Um, you have no right to like determine what what you're trying to like preach to others. Of, like, oh, this is my happiness. Maybe this is gonna work for you. No, because if you if you're coming from a heart uh, that you judge the homeless man in the street, you you judge someone that oh a cracker from the store. Like at the end of the day, yes, it is bad and it, and it is quote unquote like not right. But you don't know that, you know, you don't know what the outcome is going to be in a year from now. That like you know, like I said, every individual is going through their own process in life, and that's and like I'm very I'm I am a very spiritual person. At least I try to be, and I believe that every person, like I said, this goes off from the beginning that we said that every person once you once they realize like they're they're they came on this earth to fulfill like a, a certain purpose and then all their actions are now going to be um under like 10 times more amplified because now they're aware that like wow if i do these actions now i have you know consequences if i do this now there's going to be karma for me uh -huh. so like like at the end of the day like like you never know what that person's consciousness or that level of state they're in um like who are we to judge i can't judge the person that like oh your happiness is by doing crack or by like being a gang i can't judge because if that is going to help you to become a better person ultimately in the goal like later in life and so be it then then do that for now 
then just and later in life, you know, you'll regret it. You you're like, oh my god, what am I doing? And so that's good. I'd rather have that income that I mean that outcome of that person going through like hell than as opposed to them doing uh, thinking they're good and they don't they don't process it in life. They don't they don't go to their next level. Well, like, let me ask you know, you. no, we, we want everyone to become better. Let you me, know? Let me ask you this. Is there such a thing as good judgment and bad judgment? Oh, according to I don't think so. According to to what I practice, there is no good or bad. There's only um, there's only um, what do you call it? Cause and effect. Uh-huh. And if you think about it, it goes more in depth. But like obviously, like, um, and it's true. And it's one thing that I'm practicing as of now is that there's no thing. There's no such thing as good and bad. And it's such a hard thing for me to understand. So because if I if I look at like a video and like you know, um, someone's beating a dog. I instantly want to be like, wow, how dare they? But the, like, it, you know, it's, it's, you just don't know what's happening. And, and this is why I say at the end of the day, we can't judge because we don't know what's going on. And we don't know how that butterfly effect is going to happen. And, you know? Yeah. I, oh. I, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. The only reason I brought the question of like good versus bad judgment is because I feel that at least the way I, the, the way I believe this, when you judge an individual, and like I said before, it's kind of going to go back to the whole like a person robbing from an old lady. You mm. know, when you judge an individual like that, sure, that judgment isn't there to make yourself feel better. I feel like that isn't the point of judgment. Um, the whole point of judgment, in my opinion, I wouldn't say my opinion, but in my belief, is to kind of put out there a voice to like try to justify the individual to make a better decision you rob from an old lady and i judge you for it as a bad action and you need to either be put away or have your consequences happen to you so you can learn from that and say you know you need to find your own source of happiness because right now something in your life is not making you happy that possibly led you to that action but individuals that judge others just to judge you post online you know hey the so-and-so political action of this and this and this uh, that happened today is a good thing. And then someone comes in and judges you heavily on that and says, oh, I'm judging your political beliefs right here and here and there. And this is deemed very offensive and very against what I believe. So therefore, I will no longer continue your conversations. That sort of judgment in my eyes is judgment that's just obsolete. It's yeah, it's just childish. You're not even processing the information. You're just you're just wanting the eagle to talk, and, exactly. and that. I so, whereas in the first place, when in the first example that I give, you're judging an individual because you feel like their happiness needs to be improved to have a better, you know, excuse me, outcome of their life. The second example is more of like judgment to try to fulfill your own happiness which is something that you can't achieve by hurting someone else when it doesn't even involve you. So I've been seeing that a lot. Let's go back to that. Is that I, I, I personally have been seeing a lot of this judgment. You know, you try to do something new. You try to work on something. And people want and feel the need to put something out there to bring you down on what you're trying to do. What is the benefit of that? Do you get me? There's no benefit. It's just well, okay, no, no I'm wrong there too. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes judgment does push you to to 
you know, like, oh, I'm going to show them wrong. Then, you know, it's going to help me um, be more confident, be more strong. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we need judgment in our lives um, to, to, you know, make us, make us better and stronger. But the judgment that you're, you're talking about, yeah, at the end of the day, if you're just like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to judge this person. Like you said, like Facebook said, is about some political thing. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just unnecessary. It's a waste of energy. Like, what are you doing? You're just, just, you know, um, you're going, like, lower. You're, like, um, not, not only are you, like, are you embarrassing yourself? Because, like, like, are you, like, are you just doing this just to, like, really start a conversation? Just because you're just hating on them, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that that's what's, like, wrong with people right now. And, and I do agree. I'm saying this a lot, too. Is that people are just hating just because it feels it feels their the little ego, and that's what's so hard is that, um, that people don't understand that if you judge a lot of things in life, you're only judging yourself. You're you're only like telling the world this is how I am. You know, I'm I'm, I'm very judgmental, and obviously we don't want to be around with those people. But again, at the end, at the at the end of the day. You know, at a certain point, you can't really blame them because they just haven't achieved that that inner state of level where, like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, you know, instead of instead of wasting my time like hating on no, you know, things, you know, it's better to be proactive. It's better to just to spread positivity within the community, with within you know, with anything you see in your world and interactions. Um, and so yeah, that's that's my take about those people. Let me ask this then. Let me ask this. Do people judge because they've had bad experiences, or do you feel like people judge just to do it? Oh, I I do believe it's probably both. Um, let's say let's say you start a business, it's a failure. You see some dude, hey, any tips? And of, of course, you're gonna tell them, don't do it. Oh, it's a waste of money. Oh, you're an idiot. You're not gonna go because why? Because you're projecting those failure um as that you had, and now you're 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 and now this poor person that honestly is asking advice from genuine people, you're just wasting, you're just projecting bad energy and, and everything is energy. Like, you know, if I tell you right now, Brian, one day of a sudden you're like, Hey, it's like, it's like, I never lied to you. My bad. You know, and, and people just say, Oh, it's just words. That's not true. At the end of the day, you might be like, dude, what did I do? Like, Izzy was such a good friend or, or vice versa. You know, it's that energy that's going to leave them like, scar or like, Oh, never mind. Like, you know, and, and, and it's the and so of I good believe energy, not good judgment, but good energy being expelled by that judgment. Exactly. Right? Yes. And so I believe it's both. It might be just because they're, oh, they don't really care. And they're like, oh, I don't want to see this person succeed. I'd be their own personal issues. It's a lot of things why people judge. Um, and, and it's just their own. It's just their own karma that they're building up. Um, I believe that everything, you know, you judge with like in a good intention heart, um, it's, it's going to come back to you. Because mm-hmm. I've done it, done it many times in the past when I was high schooler, even in working for Disney. I would judge consistently. I would judge dumb things, and those things did come back for me. And 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 it taught me like, dude, why am I? What am I doing? Like, why am I hating on people that I don't even know? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know their lives. I don't know what they're up to. So who am I to judge? It's so, it you know, little by little. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I knew the consequences of that. So. Know, I learn and 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 now, um, from like from the bottom of my heart, I I try not to judge. You know, even those like scary videos, even those videos, I still think that it's a terrible thing when I see those videos. I try not to judge. I try not to 
um, um, a bunch of others in the streets or in Facebook because, like, at, at the end of the day, I don't want that energy to come back at me, and I wouldn't want people to judge me. So, you know, and, and, and this is where it goes back from the beginning again. Once you realize that you came on this earth to help people, and then judging people is the last thing you're going to ever do because that's not – it doesn't do anything good. Um Unless you're you're judging them like positively, like, hey, I, I think you should do this, I think you should do that, but it's coming from a good heart, you know? I've always loved the idea of referencing like the concept of energy, I guess is what I could say. Because oh. energy is a neutral term. I feel like when you talk about energy, when anyone talks about energy, it's such a neutral term. Because it doesn't belong to anything. It doesn't belong to any religion. It doesn't belong to any ideology. The concept of energy is something that's so free. It's a spiritual belief, I think. Yeah. But even still, you can't label it with anything. Can't. Yeah, no. You can't see it, which is really, you know, like, but but I believe it's there. So when I talk about energy, because when it comes to my own beliefs, I'm a Catholic. I wouldn't say that I'm a practicing hardcore Catholic. But I am a Catholic believer. I don't attend church on Sundays. You know, I might not go to confession every year or however the rules work. But I like to think of myself as, you know, being of Catholic descent and still being Catholic. So for us, we have these ideas of like good work putting you in a better place after life. Um, But that is with them. I've modified those ideas and kind of adapted it to my own beliefs and how I go into life, which is the idea of energy. Because energy is such a good idea to talk about. You know, yeah. we label things as like good judgment. Like I, I said it right, I said it before, like the whole idea of good judgment and bad judgment. You mentioned it. What kind of energy do you put out there with those actions? That energy does affect an individual's happiness afterwards. It does. Tremendous. It, 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 like a hundred percent. You know, yeah. you and I have been in you know scenarios where we expel negative energy and when we come out of that we feel like shit we feel terrible we don't feel like good human beings decent human beings if anything so when we expel good energy and when we feel like we've done something right it makes us feel happy it makes us feel satisfied By, by law we were born to to like feel that that positive outcome that one has done up an individual and like wow it, f- it feels good and anyone that doesn't anyone that says otherwise they're lying to themselves it always feels good when you know you've helped someone else exactly so then with this idea in mind i've and before i ask you the question and flip it on you i'll give you my own take on it but i've always believed in the idea of good energy and bad energy right we've established this already just talking about this good energy brings your happiness up Bad energy makes you feel like a shittier person. But I also believe that depending on the events that bring forth the bad energy, it actually influences an increase on good energy down the line. Yes, now, I 100% agree. Yeah. <laughs> now, the only reason I mention this, and in, in, I mean, I'm sorry if it's going to be like I've over-mentioned it a lot, but it's. Oh, I, I feel like I apologize. I feel like I apologize way too much. When even oh, I haven't spoken to you about this as much, but I feel like I always apologize. I always apologize when I bring it up. But like the events of my dad's my my dad's passing, that one event in my life 
changed everything about me after that point. And if I haven't told you this story, I'll tell you this story because I don't think I've ever told you the story. Um, when, uh, and I feel comfortable talking about it. So if there's any listeners that are going like, oh, no, 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 no. I feel comfortable talking about it at this point because it was an eye opener for me. Okay. Um, but at my father's wake, uh, I remember going there and having this thing in the back of my head that I didn't want to see him in the casket because it was an open casket. I wanted to remember him the day before he passed. And that's how I wanted to go out. You know, I, I don't want to see him lying there lifeless in a coffin. That's not how I wanted to see it. My right. mom kind of understood that idea, but she wasn't necessarily accepting of it. She just said, okay, I can't really force the kid to do whatever I want because he's having a crisis here. So uh, the father came in, the priest came in, call him the father, but the priest came in and he invites us into a separate room. He invites my mom, my brother, my sister, and me into a separate room. He does his prayers and stuff. And then my mom mentions to him, hey, do you mind talking to my son? Because he hasn't spoken to anyone. And he agreed. And I said, sure, why not? You know, what is there to lose? So there was about 10 seconds of silence between him and I. And these words are always going to be ingrained in my head till the day I die. He said, you know, it's okay to be mad at God. And when he said those words, I remember looking at from the table and staring it straight him in the eye and said, my dad taught me never to be mad at events that happen in your life. Because anything that happens in your life has a purpose, be it good or be it bad. Everything will always have a purpose and an explanation down the line. So when I came out and said that, that's what started this whole growth afterwards in my life, where everything that happened needed to have a meaning. There were reasons why my dad passed away. There are reasons why people in my family stopped talking to me. There are reasons why friends grow, you know, further apart. There are reasons why you and I didn't talk for about two years. And it was because you and I were working on some stuff. You know, we were busy. And now we are talking again. We're getting close to how we were when we were working together. Everything has a good purpose. Not a good purpose, but everything has a reason uh, for it happening. And that idea of like negative energy, you know, my dad's passing is negative energy. It's the most negative that could possibly exist. But that isn't to say that that negative energy completely destroyed my happiness. If anything, it influenced and gave the positive energy that was going to happen in my life bigger meaning down the line. Did I make any sense in the conversation? Oh, no, I, I didn't say anything because I was I was just listening to you, and yeah. and I first want to say um, thank you for sharing this really personal story, Brian, um, with me. It's actually the first time that I've actually heard um, anything related to your father like that. I do definitely do remember um, when that happened, and I just felt tremendous, like just sorry for you because I'm like I I can't imagine. Um, pain and suffering that you felt with like you know and it's always it's always just sad when anyone's death um in the family occurs um and second of all i i, I want to say what you just said was a very powerful message and it's something that uh is really hard to understand for those that are that are you know just barely 
um, opening up their like their inner consciousness. And and what your father said, I I didn't, obviously obviously I don't know your father, but it seems that your father um, was a very very um, call it like mentally powerful person. The fact that he said that to you, um, it's such a beautiful thing. It's such a powerful thing you now have grasped. Because at the end of the day, it's it's a hundred percent and hundred and twenty percent. I agree that everything in life does come for a purpose. You see that in a quote unquote positive, quote unquote negative. At the end of the day, it's 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 there to push you, and it's there to to make you. Well, obviously, at the end of the day, you, know, you can take that, and then you can either go the left route or the right route. But at the end of the day, it's still there that everything does happen for a purpose. And that's what that's why life is truly beautiful when it comes to that. That once you understand that everything in life, um, whether you look at it in a positive or negative way, um, is there. And ultimately, it's there for a purpose. And and this is where I come back again, where where I say that you don't know if it's good or bad. Because let's say I win five dollars today. Mm-hmm. Anyone that doesn't real any like if I if I ask a random person, yo, I just won five thousand dollars today. Is that good or bad? At the end of the day, they're gonna say, "Dude, that's good." What if a year from now I lose twenty thousand dollars? I I go bankrupt. How is it good? No. Therefore, you never know when a thing is good or bad, or when a blessing is in disguise. There's, there's and this is why I'm spiritual because there's a, there's a concept where, or when you know when people, when the stock market crashes, it's all subjective. For an individual, it's gonna be good. You never know. What if someone it's it's um for, for you know for one it's bad and for another it's good. That's and, and this is again that's what's like the, the beautiful and powerful message that everything does come for does come for a purpose. Whether or not you don't see the blessing in disguise now, you might see it you know a day later, months later, years, you never know. But ultimately in, in later in the future you will see the results of that what's happening, just like now when you share that personal of your father in that time is it still is it still is, is it a very sad thing that happened yes of course you know um we're allowed to cry we're allowed to feel hurt but i believe had had that not happened in your life you would not be at this state right now as you are now exactly. brian no, i can yeah. happen to say that you weren't like this five years ago i was not like this five years ago i don't even think i knew that you achieved this conscious level of state um uh as of now until you're talking to me i'm like wow like you know you're telling you're sharing me all this stuff i'm like dude i'm so happy that you're my friend because i want more people to to talk and 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 realize that life has so much more meaning than just materialistic things when people start asking like what is my happiness what is my purpose what why are things happening to me that 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 is music to my ears so i'm like yes understand that life is just more than just ones and zeros you know it's now like what can you do to enhance the world and 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 when more people start to realize that that's when i believe we we have now as a society achieved like unison and that's when every every like um quote-unquote bad thing you know stops or pauses because we've now realized that the more we hurt people the more we're just hurting ourselves as well Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent 100 percent i mean it, it, it's i feel like most people 
want to have a definition. It goes back to the same idea that we were talking about earlier at the beginning of the uh, beginning when we started talking. Um, people want to have a straight definition for everything. You, you honestly can't. You, you legitimately can't give a definition to something because everything changes. I think yeah. you explained it perfectly. Nothing. Nobody knows exactly the outcomes of anything until we see them for what they truly are. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's passing was the thing, and I, I didn't even mention it, and you are 100% right. You know, my dad's passing was, I, I, I wouldn't say it was a blessing, but it was an eye-opener in the sense that it did teach me. Now, in terms of, like, what it taught me, we can say it taught me to be mentally stronger and to mentally be accepting of, you know, what matters in my life. I know that for me, it's developing a family down the line and being the kind of person that my dad was in terms of givingness and hardworking and sincere and, you know, not losing who you are. And when it comes to real life stuff, you know, I was the type of person to, you know, fill out my applications to go to college by myself. I learned how to do my taxes on my own. I learned how to do you know, a lot of things that we should normally know how to do by myself. My dad passed away. I moved out of the house about a year and a half afterwards. I think, no, a year, a year and a half to two years afterwards. And from there, I had to learn how to manage my money responsibly. I had to learn how to, you know, pay bills. I had to learn adult things very, very fast. So all of these different things, as much as a massive negative energy hit that was on my life the end result ended influencing positive energy out yes. yeah and you know what i can honestly say i am not 100 percent satisfied with my life not yet i don't think anyone will ever achieve that Whereas, well, no no yeah. no no one's ever gonna achieve that because and then you'll just go straight to heaven and then you're done <laughs> yeah. that's not true as long yeah. as we're breathing we still need corrections. We still need to fulfill that life, you know? Yeah. So, and wow, I actually just kind of thought of something while having this conversation. The idea of, like, happiness and satisfaction are two separate things. Most individuals, I feel like, will never, ever, ever feel accomplished, or not accomplished, will feel satisfied with anything that they might do in their life. But yeah. the feeling of happiness is something that they can achieve. And it doesn't have to be short term because like I said, I'm not satisfied with where I'm at right now. I still want to work. I live in a tiny apartment, but in the future, I want to own a home. I want to start a family. I'm working towards that. That is my serious goal. Um, but I can say that where I'm at right now, I am happy. I'm not stuck so much. Excuse me. I swear I'm not crying or anything. It's I'm like, <laughs> I'm running out of breath talking. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, I'm happy where I'm at because I lost my train of thought. Wow. All I'm going to say is <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of breath and I couldn't figure it out. Point is I am satisfied. I'm not satisfied with where I'm at, but I am happy where, where I'm at right now. And I'm not going to ask for much more, you know, that's good. That's a good. That's a good um, achievement that I believe everyone should have. That you know, by the outs, by the outside, physically. I mean, not physically, or like you know, like when you look at the outside picture. Obviously, everyone's lives can be improved, 
as long as mentally you you you're knowing that I you know you can say I trust the process I trust that you know good things are happening that is some level of achievement of happiness you know that this right this my current state right now is not the ultimate goal but I am happy that the things around me are still still revolving around me and 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 I'm at some what of of happiness at this current state you know no but obviously yeah. we always want more and it's good it's good to be selfish sometimes like that because you know five years from now once you have that house that you that you said and then who knows you might be some even more woke person you might do even more incredible things to help people that's what's really like cool about that subject yeah and you know i i think i explained this to you when we first started recording or when you came on the first episode but I don't know if I did or if I didn't anyways, but, um, I wanted, I, I had the idea to create a podcast, not because I wanted to talk about just like, you know, just let my voice be heard and stuff like that. But for me, one of the most interesting things about having friendships and about, you know, getting to know or knowing people is talking to them about certain topics like we are now and getting their own ideas from, it. and it doesn't necessarily have to be this whole idea of happiness and stuff. I mean, when you came on the first episode, we talked about, you know, how the current situation is affecting us. And then we went on and talked about a video game. And then following afterwards, I invited my friends Alex and Matt, and we talked about gamer stuff. My girlfriend Andy came on, and we talked about personal things that affected our lives and what we think about it. We talked about things that we usually do. It's awesome to have conversations with people. I feel like that is part of what makes me happy in my life. That's what turns me on. <laughs> like what? I said that's what turns me on. Not in a sexual way, but like, <laughs> yo, let's go, let's go. Like, let, let's keep it going. You yeah, know? exactly, exactly. It's it. I, I, people need to talk more. We need to Dude. hear each other more. And if anything, the whole goal that I want to have with this podcast isn't necessarily to just inform people of what might be going on. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe fifty episodes down the line. I don't know how far this podcast might go. But maybe 50 episodes down the line, I might be doing something completely different or actually have a better structure for the podcast. Yeah, you but never know. You never know. But the idea that I don't ever want to lose with this is I want to make something so that people can just listen, find something relatable here, and have conversations. More than anything, people need to have that open. Have conversations with people. You never know who you might run into. I streamed, actually two days ago um and uh this dude randomly came on his name is dark above um yeah i was streaming need for speed heat on twitch and i thought it was going to be a simple stream at late at night you know whatever i was just gonna have fun driving around you know playing a video game all the way up till two in the morning no this dude came on and we just started talking He, he typed i talked and then he started talking about how he was really into cars because of his dad, who uh, passed away. And um, I, I won't say much other than that to not give away you know, anything personal that he shared with me. But he essentially didn't necessarily feel like he was comfortable talking to this about anyone until he watched my stream. And I told him, you know what, dude? Like, it's good. It's a really good thing that you went out 
out of your way to talk about this because you have this weight lifted off on your shoulder. Sometimes you don't know who you run into. I didn't know I was going to run into this dude. He didn't know that he was going to run into me. And we both shared similar life experiences that we both felt comfortable sharing. I don't know the dude. I've never met him. I've never seen him. But he was willing enough to share with – or he was – he was willing enough to share with me his personal life and open up, which is something that a lot of people can't do. It's hard. I, I, I took me two years to try to open up to anyone about what happens in my life and, you know, the complications that go like that I went through. Now I feel like I can. And that's the goal that I want to have with this, with this project is bringing people on and having normal conversations just for the hell of it. I invited you on this episode for that very reason, because you and I have this fluidity when it comes to our conversations. We're able to carry each other from one point to another and understand it. And so for that, I actually thank you a lot for being on this episode and discussing with me this, like the meaning of happiness and judgment and energy and all this stuff. Because I feel like after today, I love those conversations. It's, I don't care where it is. I'm like, <laughs> After today, it, it's this this whole thing has been a big eye opener, and I feel like I hope I hope that it is an eye opener for some other people as well. And I invite other people, I invite listeners to you know comment and speak and say something. And if you agree or disagree or something, to just put your it's voice something. out there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I really thank you, Izzy, for for having this conversation with me. And I thank you for having me over and for reminding me things that, that you know, sometimes we forget and we need a little reminder to to put us back on track, you know? Yeah. Um, it's always such a beautiful thing when when you discuss anything about philosophy, you know, whether that's, it's, it's, you know, a different type of philosophy or, you know, as long as it's, it's uh, I believe it's something good that's going to ultimately, like, help people. Um, I say go for it, like, you know, have that talk with, with an individual, have, uh, if you think it's going to help them somewhere or another, go for it, I, I, I'm always into that, I'm always about people, bring, you know, coming together, because we were designed to be with people, not to, you know, not to be antisocial, mm-hmm. that's not the way of life, we need people in our lives, we need to hug them, we need to send them, we need to shake their hands, it's, it's what we need, we need to obviously converse with them, uh, because it creates magical moments like you and I, we you know this conversation. It's gonna last twenty years down the road, and 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 what the heck? We might even you know I might even tell a friend, yo, I had a friend, blah blah. And then it's those connections that uh, had it not you know had, had it not started like you and I right now, none of that would have been possible. Exactly. So exactly. it's always amazing when I mean things like that. No, yeah, exactly. And, you know, to wrap up this episode, because my dog's actually been barking the last, like, 30 minutes because he wants my attention. I don't know if you've been hearing that in the background. Um, my mom just opened the door, and I was like, hold on. <laughs> uh, just to, final thoughts before I wrap up this episode. You know, I, I thank everyone, you and all the other guests I've had in the last five episodes, six episodes, excuse me. I thank them, and I thank you. Thank you guys for like being on here and having conversations with me, talking and be whatever topic it is. I am grateful for every single one of you guys. Um, you guys are one of the main reasons why I continue pushing forth on this. It's always interesting. There's not a week that goes by where I don't think about the next episode that I'm going to produce. You know? 
it, it's it, it it gets me excited. It, it pumps me up to like get the next episode going. What am I going to discuss this episode? So on and so forth. I'm so glad you started this podcast because you've been talking about for like forever, and I'm it's like, dude, like, let's go. <laughs> it's called laziness, man. <laughs> I it took a lot out of me. <laughs> uh, fun little fact to our listeners: Izzy was the one that helped me develop the song because I I don't know what assets used. I don't know what uh, assets he used to make it, but the intro theme to this podcast, he helped me put together the music, and then I filmed the whole thing and edited it. But if it wasn't for Izzy, you know, this podcast wouldn't have a theme that goes behind it. So thank you, man. And that was done. I love the editing that you use. I'm like, nah, it's perfectly for that intro. Vintage old radio kind of stuff. Uh, it's dope, dude. I, I freaking love the theme for it. Uh, no, but I, I honestly thank you, man. If it wasn't for you pushing me, because you you did this last year, I think I, I was sitting on this probably longer. No, like yeah, for sure, for like two years ago, maybe a year and a half too. I want to say two. I would say a year and a half. I don't I don't want to make myself sound super lazy that it took me two years to actually get. Yeah, I think it was like six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think this is a good good point to wrap it up we reached the hour mark that was a good good episode and good conversation and you know what man i'd love to have you back on sometime soon once i have this going i would really really recommend to you and to all the other listeners listening to watch the midnight gospel it is a good show i will say that it's a little bit kind of you know trippy in the sense that the animation is very weird and some of the topics do seem a little bit dull, but it is an eye opener with a lot of the things that they do talk about. So I, I recommend, I recommend you watch it, and I recommend to all the other listeners. You know, the theme or the idea for this episode came from that show. Um, but before we go off, Izzy, do you have anything you want to plug in? Um, again, thank you very much, Brian, for having me over. It's always it's always an honor for uh like to just be in this uh podcast and i and i i only wish you the best ultimate results like you know down the future um may you grab more more viewers may it help uh like you said those that 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 need a uh like you know shoulder to to listen to shed some a bit of light um i love it i love these things i love these conversations and may you have more guests in your podcast and that's basically it. You know, thanks everyone for listening. Um, none of this would have been possible without you. It's all good. <laughs> thank you, Izzy. Thank you. Thank you. I'll leave uh, the links from the last episode to the socials down in the description below if you're listening on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, please head over to my YouTube channel. Uh, I know this is going to sound really weird now that we were all like, you know, mushy mushy about the topic we were talking about. Sentimental, but you know, try to get this over and done with to just advertise where the stuff's on. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, uh, head over to my YouTube channel. It's going to be uh, Turtlag562. I think the cover art on the Spotify uh, network shows it. But if you Google Turtlag562, my YouTube channel will pop up on there. I post the podcasts on there first, then transfer them over to Spotify. I think within the first 12 to 24 hours, I got that figured out and I've got a schedule. So can't wait. Definitely hear this on Spotify for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's I, I I've heard that it's cleaner, but I don't know. I think it's because YouTube somewhat compresses the files and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Spotify like keeps it at the, the original higher format. quality. Probably definitely better on. 
Yeah. So uh, if you're listening on Spotify, head over to my YouTube channel. I'll leave all the the, the links to my um, socials as well down below in the description. My Twitch, my Twitter, my Instagram, all those different things. Uh, I'm gonna wrap up this episode. Izzy, one last cheers. Do you have? Do you still have wine in that glass? Uh, a bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Cheers, my friend. Let's cheers one more time. <sighs> that's that's that hits the spot. <laughs> uh, I, I'm like already. I can feel it, but I still. Need <laughs> and with that, we're gonna wrap up the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Drinking Matters. My name's Brian. This has been Izzy, or this is Izzy. Not this has been Izzy. I said that last uh, time, and it sounded cringe. My name is Brian. This is Izzy. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Take care. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs>